blessed this week uh, and spent most of three days at Hampton Thomas in prayer. Uh, our district superintendent, Bob and Scott, and uh, also uh, asked for the name of Paul Lawler, so we knew that uh, no part of Pope, that's his son in law, Paul Lawler. The two of them, several years ago, have a burden to just have a prayer meeting each year beginning in January for pastors. So uh, this was the 10th year. This is the sixth or seventh time I'm able to go. Met early Monday morning and stayed all day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all day. Just soft got 43 packages. And uh, our bishop, Bishop Deborah Wallace Patrick, she was there with us. And, uh, I like her. She did great. She saw Love Jesus. We were there just praying and seeking God. And all the then, I hope you do. You may not be able to get to away for three days. But, uh, if you ever do, do it. And uh, I'm still kind of on the high. Part of what I'm going to share this morning uh, was used yesterday on Monday, part of leading in this special time of prayer. And just so you know, we didn't pray solid for three days. We did eat in between. And uh, we had different sessions where someone would leave. We, we might just pray for an hour or two hours. Group prayer, we go take a walk and just see God's hope. It's a process called the prayer summit. Anyway, one of the passages from Matthew, the editor, I just decided to preach from this. The title of the curtain is Make a Circle. Stand in. Make a circle. Stand in. The Sermon on the Mount. Most of you know this is in Matthew 5, Matthew 6 and 7. It's the longest sermon we have of Jesus. Total amount of words that he's given to us. In it, he definitely described the ideal character of a disciple. Pretty tough stuff in there. I encourage you to read it again in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Jesus opens up the sermon, if you remember, with nine ways to receive a blessing. Nine ways to receive a blessing. Most of you know, we call them the Beatitudes. We do that, that came from the Latin word, beatus, which means blessed. The Greek, and that would be happy or blessed or that. The second half, fix the reading before all, the second half of each beatitude explains why or how those described in the first half are blessed. I just want us to look at the first full beatitude. I also want to challenge you by asking you. Word discipline is on my heart and mind. I want us to continue to wrestle with the word discipline as we focus on these four beatitudes this morning. So here they are in Matthew 5, verses 1 through 6. It's the beatitude. And seeing the multitudes, Jesus went up on the mountain. And when he was seated, his disciples came to him. Then he opened his mouth and he taught them, saying, Bless the little foreign spirit. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn. Be a blessing for those who mourn. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Mourn, you get comforted. Blessed are the meek. They'll inherit comfort. Blessed. Not just a heavenly blessing, but blessed are your Blessed are the meek, for they shall 
duty. You want to get filled with God's Spirit? Then hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are you who hunger and thirst for righteousness. You shall be filled. Make a circle. Stand deep. I sent out a three D devotion to some of you get those. And I sent out sermon notes on Tuesday all the staff. They know the direction I was going, but I said in the three D devotion to draw a circle. Draw a circle with a piece of chalk in your mind. Just do it in your mind. And you and God can I'm gonna ask you to do that right now. Draw that circle. Just you and God. Not your spouse, teenagers, your students, not mom and dad, just you and God. Get in that circle. Are you there? Now I want you to meditate on these four things that Jesus said these challenges to. You're in the circle of God. What does it mean for you? What does it mean for you to realize that you're spiritual? He said, I'm going to bless to recognize. How important they are, spiritually. What does it mean to you? Jesus is saying, Blessed are you who are poor in spirit. Secondly, what, what does it mean for you to mourn? Words that I grieve or repent are part of that. And maybe it's not this morning for our own sin, but maybe when we watch the nightly news. If you watch the Frederick, you may mourn by the end of it. You ever do that? But he said, I I will bless those who mourn. You'll be comfortable. You're still in that circle. It's you and God. Why must I be You you ask God that. Jesus said, Blessed are the needy. What does that mean to you? You choose, you decide, I'm going to be me. Fourthly, do you hunger and thirst for righteousness? Not mom and daddy, not your brother and sister. Do you, just you and God, he said, I will bless those who will hunger and thirst for righteousness. Do I do that? I sent the sermon out to all the staff, Eric Wright, who puts a lot of information in the five goals, work our computer, and put stuff on the screen. Well, Eric read it Tuesday, and so he sent it to me. This by email. He said, I, I'm glad that I didn't stop reading about drawing that circle with chalk. I'm glad I didn't miss in your mind. He said, I almost went over because I don't think my wife Carol would appreciate me drawing on our rug with a piece of chalk. By the way, was chalk washed out asking for a friend. Uh, <laughs> I, I said, I do it. I said, go ahead and draw it. Although Carol may knock you out. I know I've said the benefits. You're still in that circle of God and meditating on these things. What does it mean, God, to be, be, be me? What does it mean to be a recognize that I'm nothing? I'm, 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 I'm poor spiritually. There's blessings that go to So let me, let me repeat it again. You will receive the kingdom of God. You will be comforted. You will inherit the earth. So I think that is blessing not only with God, but even with men. You'll be blessed on this earth. Inherit the earth. Blessed are the people. Be filled with righteousness. Y'all, those aren't too shabby. I mean, that's pretty good stuff. Inherit the earth, the kingdom of 
comforted? I told y'all that I had a book that was given to me at the sign by Dr. Vincent Franklin. I quoted him in class two weeks ago. Tell you the story which will make sense about making that circle and getting in. Here's the story from Dr. Franklin. He passed it here in the 1950s. The book was titled Faith for Those Troubled Times. Here's the story. Gypsy Smith was apparently a friend of his, and by the way, the next smell called for an Name you, Gypsy. I like that. Gypsy Smith, he said, used to tell of a man who would not look at himself. Jesus said, take up your cross and deny yourself. He said there was a man one time who would not look at himself spiritually. He professed to be religious, but actually, his own family could not stand him. They wouldn't even go to the same church with him. That ain't, you know, uh oh. They wouldn't even go to the same church with him. Then one day, his preacher said in the sermon that everyone should take a piece of chalk, draw a circle, get in it, and then ask God to help him see himself. This man did that. He went home and took a piece of chalk and stood in it. His own testimony was. And he was transformed. When his wife and his daughter came in from church across town, they came in and found him standing in that circle and tears running down his eyes. He shared the living room. He shared with them what the preacher had said to do. And they sensed his changed heart. They asked him to make a circle and let them get in. Blessed, Jesus said, Blessed are the poor in spirit. For there's the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn. You know we've been there. If we know Jesus Christ, we got in that circle and we mourn. And all of a sudden, we realize what we're redeemed. We mourn over our own sinfulness. And all of a sudden, there's that sinfulness. I know. We experience that. To go from morning to come. Jesus said, Blessed are the meek. They don't inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They will be healed. Most of you know the prophet Isaiah. The famous call is in Isaiah the sixth chapter. God used that and many other pastors like myself. God used Isaiah 6 to call on our life. It's the one where God asked that question. Isaiah sees the presence of God in Isaiah 6. He hears a question coming out of heaven. Who shall I go to? Who will, who will we send? Isaiah said, Here I am, the one sent me. But what happened in chapter 6 was transformed. Because up to this point, he had already answered the call. If you read the first five chapters of Isaiah, he's already been preaching. And he uses the word woe, W O E. Each sermon in those chapters five. Woe are you to do this? Woe are you choir He points out he's just preaching the woe and everybody else. But what happens in Isaiah, the sixth chapter, is all of a sudden he gets in the presence of the Holy God. He gets in the circle of God. And he describes what he sees. This kind of glory of God. The seraphim, the six wings, begin to fly around. Then he says this in Isaiah 6 5. Woe is me. He got meek. Woe is me. He realized how poor he was spiritually. He wasn't woeing everybody else. He said, Woe 
I'm not good because I'm a man of unclean lips. I'm well in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. See, Isaiah made in that circle. Just in with God. You get in there just with God. That's when you realize. Now I realize how, how in poverty I am spiritually. And all they can say is, me. God says, I will bless those bones. Do you have an awareness of your spiritual poverty? Do you mourn over your own sinfulness or the sinfulness of the world around you? And by the way, meekness is not weakness. See, the world would tell us why would we talk about that? Because God said so. God said, if you won't yourself, I will exalt you. I will bless them. But meekness is not weakness. Meekness is us deciding to surrender the control of our lives over to the control of the real boss over this church. And that's what I told the meekness. At least I'm not the boss. Jesus She lied and said, yeah, I'm going to get to understand
will be a good cheer. I'm a worker. But you will have tribulations. Sometimes those nice things are just like tribulations. Sometimes it's the enemy saying, We know the word. Jesus clearly tells us. Satan goes around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He knows you pretty well. It's kind of scary. He goes around seeking whom he will devour. Revelation 12 tells us that the enemy Satan, he is the accuser of the brethren. Night and day, he's persistent. Like an enemy, he's coming back. Here's the joke. I'm helping men cook breakfast up at Crossville United Methodist Church. There's about five or six of us. I don't remember who brought up Hank Bailey, but everybody had a ribbon. You know, get bowl and water and stall them out. Put this, oh, I've got this for Lowe's. I've got this at Walmart. This will work. It'll chase us up. And I think it was the guy that was telling the joke because he pulled us all into it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Jerry Noah. They're grinning because they know him. They wish he'd go to church at all. Jerry Noah got us all pulled in. He said, hey, I, I got to get all the door for a friend of mine. I told him he had to get rid of him. He said, you'll try it. He said, you'll, you'll take chewing back. Not, not the blue sleeve, but the, the real fine chewing back that comes in the little can. He said, cultivating. But my friend over told me that the stove would work better than wintergreen. I don't know if wintergreen calls or what. And y'all all of us me and I mean I mean I'm, I'm ready to go buy this stuff. He said, you take that stove and sprinkle it on land. And then when all those little ants come out and get those little pieces of tobacco, they'll take it down to the queen. And when she comes out to spit, stop. <laughs>
Lord, it's up to us to get where we are, spiritually and emotionally. But you want to come. You want to redeem us. You want to forgive us. You want to try to forgive us. 